0: Ahoy hoy, everybody. Welcome to a mini episode of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Pat. Today we're joined by Chance. Hello. And Zach. Hi. Rick was playing his PS4 and it finally did it. It finally exploded after the years of sounding like it was going to. Picking out shrapnel. Why does everything, why does everything have
1: to be gruesome? <laughs> like why can't we just ever come up with something fun, and
2: joyous?
0: Luckily it wasn't it wasn't too bad. He was sitting far enough away, but he did get a face full of uh exclusives.
2: He said the disc flew right past his Face full of exclusives. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's ignorant. <laughs> That's ignorant. You hear what Pat said? He got a face full of exclusives. That
0: <laughs> I means it's accurate.
1: That's, that's dumb. That's so dumb.
0: Anyway, if this is your first time tuning in, <laughs> welcome. Sorry, here.
1: if it is your first time tuning in, they probably tune out is already. Gr- This is going
0: to be a great episode to start. I can already feel it. Uh, we're a gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news. Game reviews, impressions, and talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. Occasionally, we talk about movies, TV shows. Who saw that Eternals trailer?
1: I did. It was terrible. I you didn't too. like it. I, no, I liked I it because
0: it it, w- it looked different. Like you know, the Wait. it didn't seem like the. The quippy MCU movie that we always get—it seemed like a little darker, almost dramatic tone, and like until the very
1: end, time. where they did not do
0: that. Yes, there was one quip
1: where they completely broke the tone of the entire trailer.
0: They're not going to go like full on, like super dramatic, you know, corny drama thing that Zack Snyder is doing. But I don't
1: know. I mean, if, I don't know how deep into the trailer you want to go. I didn't like it just because it didn't make any sense.
0: It's MCU. I have no doubt it's going to be great.
1: I mean yeah, I mean, it's gonna be great, but like the trailer itself, it just doesn't make sense. It's just like
0: Shout out to shout out to Jordan who texted me and she's like, Are they ever gonna explain why Bucky is on the Eternals? And I'm like, What, what are you talking about? And she's like, Oh, that's not Bucky. I thought that was Bucky the entire time. Who is she talking about? <laughs> Kit Harrington? No, uh the guy who plays Rob Stark looks a little bit like the actor who played uh Bucky. So She's like throughout the whole trailer, I thought it was just Bucky the oh. entire time. <laughs> I don't think they look alike at all. Like there's no like super close ups and like I mean, I
1: guess. Well yeah, I mean with the trailer itself, it's just I don't know. But yeah. well, like the, the I just the, wanna
0: the, see I just wanna see
2: more about it. And it is weird. It's like they're like a team of superheroes in a sense, like the first team, I guess, but like they're a pretty big team. It's gonna be a lot of characters, and I don't know if some of them are gonna die. Are they really all gonna get like important like backstories and they stuff? They can't like, die, they're know. eternal. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they. I mean, I'm sure they something
0: a bullet to the face. Is, I don't know how eternal you're going to be.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it doesn't, it didn't make any sense, you know, cause they're sitting there. Well, it is a
0: like teaser. The, I mean, they're saving. Like, no, no, the no, I know. Like, obviously like
1: the, this is just based on kind yeah. of like what I've seen from the trailer. And they're just like, you know, we've, we've not interfered with humanity yet. Yeah, at the same time, they're going to like completely like take credit for all the advancement that human civilization has made by saying, even though they said they don't interfere. And I mean, then they say now they're going to interfere. Like, okay. Like just the most destructive villain that they've ever faced, literally killed
0: half of all sentient life. Clearly on the movie in the is universe. taking place over an extended period of time. We see them interacting with like early civilizations. So they could be talking about will interfere now. In, like, 2000 yeah. BC. You don't know. <laughs> right, but, like... Well, I mean, like... But I maybe don't this, think that's what they're
2: doing. They could have been. They might have an excuse or something. They might talk... I don't know. They're Eternals. Maybe they I mean, they have control. I mean, the same excuse they talk about Captain Marvel. Like, she's doing things everywhere. Not, oh, I mean, the Eternals sound like they're Earth-only, but come on. I mean, they're Eternals. They're cosmic. I understand they could be that they're doing the things
1: everywhere. So unless there is another person out there who, at the snap of his fingers, could kill 75% of all sentient life in the entire universe, There's no. there's no other reason you should not be involved.
0: <laughs> Maybe they all got snapped. That'd be very unlucky. Very unlucky.
1: <laughs> it's not even about them potentially being snapped. That could be fine. If they're eternal, they—they're all these all-knowing beings or whatever. They would know that Thanos had a plan to snap them, so they should have been involved before they got snapped.
0: I'm just—I'm glad that MCU movies are coming back. We're gonna get four if everything goes to plan. We'll get four this year. All right.
1: Knock on wood that we do.
0: So yeah, we have. The reason we're doing this mini podcast is there's just been so much news and it's insane in such a small amount of time. But first, what have we been playing? Chance? Biomutant? Yeah, I would say only a couple hours of Biomutant. Thanks to THQ Nordic for providing
2: that code. Yes, they did provide a code for us to give a little review. So at some point in the future, we'll have that out. Well, I played a couple. Yeah, I played a couple hours. Like, obviously, like, you know, the tutorial and then the little exploration. Um, what did you think of the character creator? The world is... I mean, it really lets you do whatever you want. I mean, you can really go ham on however you want your character to look like. So everyone has full range. If they want to make
0: it look ridiculous, if they want to try to be as big as possible or as small as possible. It's weird. It's like the the stats you pick change your appearance. If you want to go for strength, you'll get like super big. Or if you want to go for intellect, you'll get tiny. Or if you want to go for uh, vitality, it's like at the cost of intellect. So you're like... Face gets yeah, smaller, because like, you've got a smaller brain, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and like, yeah, if you go for intellect, your head
2: gets huge, like yeah, you have a yeah. big brain. Um, and then if you go for like agility, it's like you have like a like a th- like a thinner, like longer legs and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, the character. I mean, I'll talk about a little bit about the review later, but um, like you know, I just I wanted to do like a dual wielding, more melee focused, like uh, care kind of character. Um, but I mean, the customization. Also looks pretty cool, and then there's a lot of um, crafting. It'd be kind of crazy. I mean, there's a lot of things to find in the world, uh, a lot of side quests and things to do. I mean, they introduced whole like you know, uh, factions. Like pretty much, they're I don't know. I want to get I don't want to get into the story or too much.
0: But I played two hours of it. Oh, about two hours. And the first two hours, like the tutorial section, throws so many systems at you. I'm yeah. just kind of like, there's a lot going on in this game. Yeah. But yeah, like uh I, what, what part I hate, like since you mentioned a little bit of the story is that it's, it's way more like reliant on a narrator than it should be. Like literally yeah. everything, the narrator comes in and starts talking about it. And then even when you like talk to other NPCs, they're not voiced. They, they do this like gibberish thing. And then the narrator comes in, oh, he's telling you that his legs got broken by whatever creature. And he's asking if you remember him and stuff like that. And I'm like, I hate how this was done why why spend the money on that narrator when you could have just put subtitles in for that you know weird speech i don't know it it just it seems weird to me and i hate the narrator so that's just my impression right now
2: obviously in the beginning of the game when it's trying to give your backstory character backstory backstories and trying to talk about the story i mean the narrator talks a lot i'm wondering like once you get past most of that and you're maybe like in mid game, end game, like maybe he won't talk as much. I remember watching okay. some people play it like a day or two early, you could actually lower the amount of how much the narrator talks. I I didn't see that setting on Xbox, I didn't look for it because I don't I don't mind the narrator at all, but but you can actually like increase it so he talks all the time when you're fighting or you can like decrease it to the minimum so maybe he only talks when you talk to an NPC or something. That's it. Yeah, I just want to keep playing the game, you know, get a mount and try out, find all the rare pieces and, um, explore the world and, um, but it does seem very, uh, so far very, not linear, but, um, predictable, I guess. Like you go, there's four different areas. Each of them have an, has an inventor that invented something that you have to use to beat that big bad of that area. And then, you know, once rinse and repeat kind of thing, that's what it sounds like. And then, um, you know i mean we'll see when we get there maybe it might be different and stuff like that but i mean the world looks nice it, the gameplay plays very fluid um i just think people got i mean i'm glad people were happy for this game i just feel like um people maybe get too overhyped about it maybe have too much high expectations because we're kind of having like um a little bit of a drought when it comes to games right now like i mean i know ratchet and Clank comes out in about a month um i believe um and uh you know, people are just excited for whatever games they can get their hand on. Like an open-world RPG, you know, game. People just got really excited. So, um yeah. That's what so, happens I mean, when, like,
0: a game is announced so far early. And I know it was delayed a couple yeah. of times in COVID and everything. But just that hype builds up. And, like, you can't live up to it.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, st- I we'll still can continue to play the game. People overall have been rating it like seven seven point five like kind of like okay it's good but it's not like amazing but it's not bad but it's kind of like you know it's good so i don't know we'll keep playing keep trying and we'll see something crazy might happen towards the middle of the end of the game but uh the other game fallout 76 um i've been playing with uh michael and his brothers they love those survival games and i know they've been updating i know the game that game got a lot of crap for when it came out and has Been one of those games continually upgrade updating and obviously not doing as well as like No Man's Sky and some other games that are long term, um, live like not live subscription games, live service, live service games. So, yeah, I don't know, it's just fun. It's just Fallout, um, leveling up, getting perks, building your own house, like survive, like doing quests because they have missions and quests and NPCs in there. So, just playing Fallout, but with friends, and um, uh. Yeah, it's a little fun, but it's a very time consuming. Um, so uh, I need to get off of that, and I need to finish uh, Resident Evil, and then I need to I need to play a lot more Biomutants, So nice. that's pretty much what I've been playing. Zach, what about you?
1: Uh, so I've just been playing um some Mass Effect. Pat's really pumped about that. So I think if I can commit myself to it, I think I could beat the first Mass Effect this weekend.
0: Just uh, FYI, we weekend, are going to so. be doing our series of podcasts focusing on each game. Uh, one per each game of the trilogy so stay tuned for those probably in june sometime we want to give everybody a chance to kind of play it at their own pace and then we're just going to discuss it as a whole with spoilers so if you haven't picked up legendary edition yet go do that and play the first one
1: yeah so i've been playing that I'm trying to think of what else i played in the last like week or so me-, me and a few friends of mine who are like really into like f1 and stuff like that we've been doing like time trials on formula one to see who's the better racer on that i am the second best racer of that group but one of my friends cam is insane and he he has like this ridiculous like time trial we're, we're doing it based on like the races that are upcoming so the next races in azerbaijan so that's the grand prix we were doing but yeah that's basically all i have played in the last like week or so what about you pat
0: so i've been playing more of knockout city super fun uh we've been doing three v three uh, it is cross-platform, cross-progression, and everything. So definitely check it out. I think the uh, the free trial period should be coming to an end this weekend, maybe. So if you want to try it out, go ahead and download it and try it out. Uh, 100% worth it. You might think like, oh, this is like a child's game or something like that, but. I really enjoy it and just the pure amount of chaos that happens uh, when you go to the middle and like everybody has a a dodgeball that they're throwing and you're like you're so in the moment you're like okay there's a ball behind me so I got to throw this one and then I'll zoom backwards to pick up that ball jump and throw it at someone else and stuff like you just get into the zone and I, I really enjoy it so we should definitely all play that at some point. It is on Game Pass right now, so if you do have Game Pass, you do have the game, the full game, not just the the ten day trial that they're doing. So just keep that in mind. And then uh, I also tried out the open beta for Chivalry Two. This is a online medieval warfare melee game. So it basically you do a tutorial and it kind of shows you how to play. You can do either first person or third person, and then depending on the weapons you have, you have different things you can do which is either uh, a slice an overhead like strike or a stab uh, and then you can block and then there's like a kick and a tackle and like all a bunch like a bunch of different things that you can do uh, melee wise Uh, but it is online like there's a 40 player option there's a 64 player option uh, there's a free-for-all and then I'm pretty sure you can go like head-to-head and stuff like that and uh, I was playing the beta and it's just it's like uh if you if you took For Honor but made it like clunky and like casual and like added a bunch of humor, that's what this is. Like uh everybody has like a battle cry or like each class has an ability. Um I was playing with the knights and they have like a horn that they can blow that'll like increase health regen for the people around them um but everybody can just double tap x to do kind of like a battle cry like as you're running into the field and like the knight's like yeah let's go and like they have like a bunch of different things and you know how like people yell like you know for you know king george or whatever (laughs) if depending on what Yeah, for what team you're on, like if you tap it, like some of them like cycle through and one of them is like, for that guy I really like, let's go. (laughs) Uh, And then there's an archer class that I kind of enjoy playing as and his battle cry is like so weak. He's like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's it's really funny. And the humor is like great. Like uh, there's one point where if you you can get your arm cut off, but before you bleed out, you can still fight like with your offhand. And once that happens, uh, a pop-up comes on your screen that says "Tis but a flesh wound." Oh, that's awesome, <laughs> uh, Monty Python
1: from Monty Python, yeah, yeah.
0: And then if you cut someone's head off, you can actually bend down, pick it up, and throw it at someone else. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so it is. It's like they know what kind of game they are, and they're kind of leaning into the comedy. And and I really enjoyed the couple matches i did play i'm still getting the hang of it it's like that game where like everybody can play and have fun but to like actually like get good and master it you need to like figure out the timing and the blocks and everything so i'm still kind of like on that learning curve phase right now uh but definitely a game i i can see having fun with like multiplayer you know you want a nice change of place from just a first person shooter or um, just a shooting game in general you can go to this one definitely keep an eye out for that when I think it does come out like June, early June. So, and that's also another one that is like cross. Well, I don't know about cross progression, but it is cross play with everything. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I've played. Uh, so let's move on to topic of show. Cause there is a lot to talk about. So much news has happened. Basically E3 has started this week, you know, for Woo-hoo! all intents and purposes. Uh, so dragon quest had their 35th anniversary stream. So let's talk about kind of the, the big things in there. It was, it was kind of like a really chill stream. The creator of Dragon Quest uh, and then like I think somebody else working on the franchise basically did a live stream where they were just talking and there was like no script. So they had a, uh, a person with like a, a blow horn or like an air horn so, they would push the air horn every time they tried to, like, they brought up something that they probably shouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> that happened a couple of times where the creator's like, Yeah, and we're also working on it. And then the air horn would go off, like, No, no, don't mention that. <laughs> so, uh, it was kind of funny. But um, the big announcements were they are remaking Dragon Quest three in HD 2D remake. So, basically, they're taking Dragon Quest three like the story and the gameplay and everything, and they're remaking it in the Octopath Traveler, like, 2d hd style and engine it looks really good like i cannot wait to play this i i totally w- think that this hd 2d thing is here to stay it's and, gonna bring
2: back those kind of games yeah. and because it looks so good it's like an upgraded visually but not really
0: yeah and it's like perfect for switch and like mobile in general so uh yeah. definitely am excited for that it is gonna have a worldwide release because dragon quest has historically been a franchise that only launches in like japan and then a year later, it's localized, but they're doing worldwide release at the same time. Uh, they did not mention a date, but I'm hoping it is 2021. We'll see. Uh, I would love a big RPG like that for Switch to come out soon. And then they also hinted Dragon Quest 12. Obviously, Dragon Quest 11 has been remade and released on a bunch of different platforms recently. Uh, this is the sequel, Dragon Quest 12: The Flames of Fate. They showed a, a short teaser for that, and then no release date was given. But again, they reiterated it's going to be a uh, worldwide release. Uh, the creator was actually like just talking, and he didn't mention Dragon Quest One and Two. Uh, well, he hinted that Dragon Quest One and Two were going to get an HD two D remake too. But like the blowhorn started, so uh, <laughs> we don't know if that's a hundred percent true or like it's something he shouldn't <laughs> have mentioned. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty like chill stream, and it was nice to see companies do that, you know? Definitely down for more of that. That wasn't the only stream we had for an anniversary. Zach, do you want to talk about Sonic?
1: The the Sonic 30th anniversary stream. Uh and I'll just kind of like run through kind of like the announcements that they they had for that. So uh there is going to be DLC for or Sonic DLC for the Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics and two point hospital.
0: Let's just throw Sonic and everything. Like two point hospital is a like
1: I, yeah, I don't a know. hospital like,
0: game where you're treating patients and like doing all this shit. They're like, yeah, let's just fucking throw Sonic in there. Why not? <laughs> well, because you know you need him. You need to be fast when you're
1: treating people in a hospital. So you know, I mean, who better? I mean, sure, Sonic can be kind of reckless at times, but the speed and the efficiency is there. So like, that's the important part. <laughs> this is somebody with a healthcare degree, mind you. <laughs> and nowhere in there did I say that actually treating the patient effectively was important, but making sure you're doing it quickly. Let me tell you. Uh they have the um they announced the uh, remaster of Sonic Colors coming uh September 7th of this year uh, and they're going to have like Sonic Colors Ultimate with that uh Sonic Origins so you have the collection of Sonic 1 2 3 and Knuckles and Sonic CD and that'll be coming in 2022 hopefully early 2022 but I mean they didn't say a specific time during the year and then we have a new 3D Sonic game that was announced coming 2022 as well for all major platforms, there was no title revealed, um, but the rumors are that it'll be called Sonic
2: Rangers. Power Rangers and Sonic team up? Could be. I don't know. That'd be
1: that'd be quite the crossover. <laughs> like so, yeah. So just just quite a bit of Sonic news coming out of that with their thirtieth uh, anniversary stream.
0: So yeah, we officially got more news for Sonic for his thirtieth stream than we did for the Zelda thirty fifth anniversary stream yes. which is just insane
2: yes
1: and i don't want to say I, i'm not dogging that because i want i don't not that i don't want breath of the wild 2 to come out i just don't want it to come out for this year for It'll the sake of our for the sake of our fantasy year. draft i don't want it coming out this year
0: are you are you guys big sonic fans i mean i like
2: sonic i just i wouldn't say i haven't there like, was, hasn't been a sonic game personally that like has Gotten my attention, I guess. But I, mean, I love Sonic. I mean, I love him as an iconic game character. But
0: are you guys excited for a 3D game coming 2022, like a next gen? Well, maybe it's. Pro- it's probably a, I mean, I want to see
2: what it looks it. Like. like. I'm ex- Yeah, I would say I'm excited. But yeah, we'll have to see what happens.
1: I-, I will say, like, whenever they were like during like the Olympic games, I'm always picking like Team Mario over Team Sonic. So, but I mean, I, mean, I played some of the Sonic games growing up, but I wouldn't say I'm a huge Sonic fan.
0: I might be remembering this uh, incorrectly, but didn't somebody message us about a Sonic?
1: Somebody did message us about think? Sonic, a huge Sonic fan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think so. I feel did. like
0: we'd be remiss if we didn't mention him. Yeah, let me <laughs> let that. me pull
1: it up because I have the I had the messages here.
0: While you're talking about that, I do want to mention one more thing uh, I forgot to put on the outline. They also announced a bunch of other Sonic stuff, so this was kind of the gaming-focused thing. But they also announced uh, Sonic Jewelry. So there's necklaces that have pendants of, like, Sonic, Knuckles, Shadow, and... uh, Tails? Tails, yeah, that's the (laughs) other one I was thinking of. So you can buy, like, for $100, you can buy, like, a a gem pendant of each of them and, you know, wear it around your neck. The thing is, if you're going to make jewelry from Sonic, wouldn't it make sense to make rings? Why would you go for a necklace? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's rings, and then there's, like, the kind of, like, marvel
2: they have like the infinity stones or something like that in them in the sonic universe too like oh emeralds the different colored emeralds or whatever i found
1: i found the tweet so our 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 good friend of the pod scott divine at scott divine 3 on twitter sent us basically like a podcast outline on (laughs) april 9th uh regarding the the sonic 30th anniversary celebration
0: coming up because he's a big fan he knew
1: Like, like i mean this man i mean he was like locked in and and ready with with predictions and everything he has he had his own suggestion uh for what the new sonic game could potentially be so like adventure style game uh with 18 playable characters in there there'd be a new male hedgehog um introduced so yeah they went all in new voice actors for some of the characters it would release in 2022 series x ps5 nintendo switch um he ended that with hoping that we would do a sonic podcast i don't know if we'd ever do like a sonic specific podcast but
0: yeah none of us are like as full-on sonic fans as you yeah are. we're not
1: big enough sonic fans and we wouldn't do it justice i don't think but for this portion scott this is for you my man
0: <laughs> feel free to email us let us know what you thought about this sonic thing was yeah, it everything sure. you hoped for what do you think of this 2022 game
1: I get yeah this 2022 game I think I mean I would play it just because I I like Sonic enough that yeah I would play I want
2: to I want to see gameplay of it and stuff and see what it looks like yeah like, but if I, it's more of like, like like an open world Sonic game like that'd be kind of cool like yeah
0: I mean I feel like there hasn't been like a major Sonic game in quite a while yeah and I he's mean, definitely yeah. due for a comeback kind of like a, what's the guy you like the other rodent what <laughs> 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 what are you what the fuck what, is he? Are
1: we talking about Crash Bandicoot? Crash like, Bandicoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like eroded. I'm just like, what are you talking? Uh? Like, that was so disrespectful. I mean, but again, it it's, it, it was more or less depend- like I played the Crash games way more growing up than I played any Sonic game. Um,
0: but yeah, excited to, to see more Sonic. Uh, I'm surprised we didn't get a, a trailer for the next movie because that's in development, right? The Jim yeah, it,
1: one? it is. Yeah,
0: Jim Carrey back as Doctor Eggman
2: or. Mr. Rob- Dr. Robotnik. Um, and yeah, it's going to have tails. It saying it might have knuckles in it. And um, yeah, I'm mean, excited to see.
0: I mean. This is probably a good time to show that, but maybe they're just not ready.
2: Yeah. I just hope it doesn't have as much uh, immersive breaking advertisements in the movie like it did the first one. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's a Sonic movie. I'll look into it. It did pretty well. I mean, it was the number one Movie of 2020. I mean then again it was also one of the only ones that caught in 2020 <laughs> so go. I mean it's really it's really nice when you're yeah. the only you have no competition but, but
0: it, it was one of the more well-reviewed video yeah, game movies. Like, yeah, for so, sure. Glad to see that's getting a sequel and hopefully uh Sonic has more of a presence in the coming generation. But yeah, let's let's move on to Dying Light which also had a stream. Chance you want to talk about this? Yep, We have the Dying Light 2 stream, Stay Human. It's the new subtitle for the game. It's the first
2: time they showed it, right? Dying Light 2: Stay Human. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I guess we'll have to wait to find out, I guess. But they finally gave a release date, which is uh the most important. Uh kind of like BioMutant, this game has been like in development hell for really long years. Years. <laughs> like- years. They finally have a release date for December 7th, 2021 this year. Do you think so- it'll get
1: delayed? Do you think it's actually coming out this year? <laughs>
2: I don't know because they never gave a release date before that, and it got delayed.
1: Okay. So and I feel
2: kind of like kind of like BioMute, like they never gave a release date. They're like, it will come out when it comes out. We'll give you, you know, if we're they'll give us, you know, and they still have this whole year too to work on the game. So um, now you say I that we're halfway through the year. <laughs> <I think, laughs> it is almost it's,
1: June, <laughs> like or it's June when you guys are going to be listening to this.
2: Yeah. So I just feel like there's no way it's going to get delayed. Like this is the date. There's no way. Like um. But, uh, um, it'll
0: be May 31st when they listen to this. If they listen to this when it comes out,
1: I mean, that's if you want to release it on Memorial Day. I mean, I will. <laughs> I mean, all right, that's fine.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they pretty much had a bunch of, uh, this stream where they talked to developers, they talked to the voice actor, they just touched on a lot of, um, gameplay details, much how the iconic parkour abilities, um, like the grappling hook and like, the paraglider was that uh, being stuff an,
0: in Dying Light One? I don't remember.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the grappling hook. Yeah, parkour. I mean, that was like the movement, movement I know, is one of the I know
0: parkour was, but like grapple hook and paraglider. Yeah, the grapple
2: hook was grapple hook was on there and the paraglider. You could paraglide.
0: It. I I don't think I finished it maybe either so but
2: um but uh yeah, essentially using grappling hook parkour skills, paraglider, you can go across the levels kind of like how the first one I'm sure they probably improved the movement in the game. Also the you know, the city is super complex, have a bunch of different characters you'll uh, encounter and depending on your decisions will change the
0: environment around you probably permanently possibly yeah they mentioned like if you help a certain faction they could put like you know more like zip lines or trampolines or stuff to help you traverse across like the rooftops or something
2: yeah and like they also talked about like allowing people like for example resources are scarce food and water and you can help kind of decide whether if those get distributed or not or in different ways so like you actually help factions they have control over that resource and will distribute their way and you decide whether that's okay or not and that would change the game
0: might give you like different weapons or abilities or something depending on which yeah. faction you choose
2: yeah so i mean it it looks really good um obviously this is, this is 20 years after the first game by the way so um big Dif- time jump
0: and everything yeah
2: yeah so um and it just looks i mean of course i hope they keep their four player co-op essentially um because that's what matt and i are hoping for we're gonna try to co-op this game it'll be a lot of fun um but uh finally got a release date and uh yeah they said they're gonna continue giving streams of this game kind of like you know like cyberpunk kept coming out with like uh um multiple videos
0: or streams of you know updating since you brought it up this is a polish studio Working on a game that's been hyped for a long time that we've already seen a bunch of gameplay for, they are doing a bunch of different streams where they're talking about different like aspects of the game. They're doing contests for cosplay, just like Cyberpunk did. <laughs> like the the parallels between yeah, this it's not looking Cyberpunk, good. Like you don't want <laughs> There's definitely a lot of them. Does that worry you, or are you just like? No, I have confidence that they'll probably have learned from Cyberpunk. Even the release date. It's exactly a year from the release of Cyberpunk, by the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, not really. I feel like, um, like you said, there's a lot of gameplay. They finally came out with a release date. I would really hope that they wouldn't do something, like, it would be just as disastrous as Cyberpunk. Plus, I feel like Cyberpunk's had a lot, their bar was a lot higher than Dying Light 2. I mean, people love Dying Light 2, but it never, like, blew up, like people wanting cyberpunk and like the witcher and like, you know what I mean? they didn't have i don't feel like they didn't have like that kind of uh pedigree as like all the witcher games and stuff like that but um uh but like for example they just you know they forever didn't you know say they were working on a dying light 2 they just kept continuing to update dying with one and and kit and you know releasing dlc and all that stuff in which they also talked about dying light platinum edition i believe it was called which is, um, which one is with Dying everything. Light 1 with an, every single DLC pre-order, like, uh, you know, skins to everything. Like, you have the whole entirety of the game. Um, and that's out, like, now, isn't it? Probably. Or, I don't know. I think I didn't. I don't. I don't remember if I saw the release date. But I mean, I would see easy to repackage stuff you've already worked on and just put it on one thing and then sell it. Like if it's not out now, it'll probably be out soon. Um, but I'm sure they'll want you to play that if you haven't, which I feel like most people have because the game's been out for like eight years. But uh, I'm sure they're going to talk about more about it uh, as the year goes on. I'm just excited it's going to come out this year. We'll move on to the next stream, which was
0: yeah. So after that, there was a Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, they they did a state of play where they showed 14 minutes of gameplay and it showed uh, Alloy traversing like the ruins of San Francisco uh, on a quest to like find her friend Erin who's been captured by raiders. So uh, throughout the demo they kind of showcased some new mechanics. Just like Dying Light, she also has a grappling hook in this one now. It's called the Polecaster. It seemed like there was certain spots on the map that you could like kind of you could see like okay here's where I need to use the grappling hook to get there. It's not like you can use it wherever kind of thing. They also have a hang glider in this called a shield wing. It's weird. Cause like, it's just the, the bars. And then like she pressed a button and like the light shield came off out of that. And I'm like, is that enough to like push air up? Like, was that actually going <laughs> to glide? It's just light. Right. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, yeah, so she's got that. So they're adding a little bit more mechanics to like uh, traversal and making her kind of like more fluid in movement and stuff. So uh, there's also a diving mask that will allow Alloy to stay underwater for as long as she wants. Uh, They kind of referenced how underwater is a new form of exploration. I know I put underground in the outline, but ignore that. Um, (laughs) They're, they're going to have more, like, diverse, like, biomes and exploration underwater um, with the different types of machines. And uh, they actually showed, like, wildlife and, like, currents and stuff. So it'll be interesting to have that, like, kind of layer to the exploration. And then they finally showed a uh, an upgrade to her Focus, which is the device in her ear that, like, is old technology that kind of helps her uh, commune with these machines and everything, uh, where it kind of sends out a pulse and then it'll, like, mark the climbing, like the locations where you can free climb. Uh, that is kind of disappointing to me because that, that shows me that the climbing is still bespoke. It's not like you can climb anything like uh, Breath of the Wild and the recent Assassin's Creed games have had. So that's something that I would have hoped they would have done, especially since this came out so close to Breath of the Wild 2. You were hoping that they kind of like learned from that and improved it, but you know we'll see. Uh, I'm sure it'll still be great. But it just feels like the climbing is going to be a little bit more linear than I would like. And then uh, they did talk a little bit about combat, and they showed it obviously in action. It seems like it's very similar to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm fine with because the combat was good in Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, you have your staff, you have your bow that you can put a different, uh, a bunch of different ammo types in, and then there's like a slingshot that like throws bombs and all that stuff. Uh, they showed an ability. Where she like supercharged her staff with electricity to like attack like someone who like a big shielded enemy. Uh, it kind of was reminiscent of the uh, like combos and finishers you do in Miles Morales. So, like, it showed like a little almost mini cutscene as the gameplay was going on, and then it went right back to gameplay and stuff. So, interesting to see how kind of that evolves. And then they did mention that each of these weapons. Ha- like is fully upgradable and has like upgrade paths that you can kind of like customize at workbenches uh so that's that's pretty good. What did you guys think of the gameplay overall? Like the the visuals and the gameplay?
1: Uh I thought it was like aesthetically like it was beautiful. Obviously kind of expect that with the kind of the way the games are going right now and especially with a game like this where
0: I was a little disappointed that it was 30 FPS though. I'm I'm hoping they have an option yeah. to lower the resolution and target 60 FPS, but you know, obviously right. it looks great, but I would like that fluidity yeah, I, of 60 I
1: FPS. I know I kind of like more like specific stuff. I know you put in the outline here, Aloy's hair clipping through her bow. That is going to
0: fucking piss me off like uh, so much. It's going to bother it's me. Like, just like the capes or the scarves in Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like... uh
0: it immediately I'm, pulls me out of it, especially when well, the entire time it's third person, you're looking I, right at her hair clipping through right, and, and, and the and, it,
1: and it's weird for me that that's not something that, like, they can take into consideration now when they make the game. You know, because I feel like we're at a point now where, like, that kind of detail is something that they could, like, do away with. Like, I'm sure hair clipping. is, like,
0: notoriously difficult to make, like, realistic and follow the rules like that, but... When, sure, you know, yeah, like, when you know your main protagonist constantly has a bow on her back and like mm-hmm. her hair is very much like right front and center. I, I feel like right. that should be something that you focus on more, but I don't know. Maybe it's just not a priority for them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, So it's just one of those things that it's a detail that like it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much personally.
0: It's gonna but I know like out me.
1: for Pat, it, it kills him like he can't stand that. Yeah. Like, like like with the game that like it's so focused, like like the game environment is so natural. Uh I like that they added this kind of like underwater mechanic to uh to it because now you're getting like like when she dove underwater in the gameplay and I was like, Oh, this is just gorgeous. Like the water is so crisp, it's so clear, like all the plant life underneath there is very vibrant and uh things of that nature, so Visually, I loved it. So. Does that
0: make sense with the story of Horizon 1 having like a bunch of wildlife there? I don't so know. So it's
1: <laughs> it's weird. It's like because in the previous, there there wasn't a lot of that. It was really just like machines and stuff. I think, were, like, but, yeah, that the was wildlife. the
0: point of the first one. That was it. There's like now, a story I mean, reason I, and you're kind of figuring out why it's like that. And then now it's yeah, like. Yeah, so
1: maybe this, is, maybe this is an area that like hasn't been. Been touched by that to an extreme. Uh, and maybe like there's still wildlife kind of like not thriving, obviously, but it's still present. Um, everything got decimated
0: except humans and fish. (laughs)
1: There's some seagulls there too, as well. Like, when she jumped on the beach, I think there were some seagulls there, and I was just like, wait a minute, there's birds here? Like,
0: and yeah, they showed crabs in the first one. Like, I guess everything's out the door. (laughs) Like,
1: I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, um, but but I I thought like in general I thought it was visually stunning. The gameplay like combat wise look like, like they stayed true to their roots, uh, which is good. Because I, I didn't I thought the combat in uh, Zero Dawn was solid, so I'm glad that they didn't like stray too far away from that and just added like maybe some perks or improvements and things Damn. of that nature. So
0: one thing I will mention is they kind of showed a linear section of this open world game, and mm-hmm, one of yeah. my biggest gripes with Horizon Zero Dawn was. They had, like, these cities and hubs where you you had, like, a lot to do. But then when you're out in the world, it's like...
1: There's, like, nothing. Fight some dinosaurs,
0: that's it. Right. So hopefully they added a a little bit more stuff to do there. Um, I feel like Horizon
1: would have benefited from being a more linear story.
0: Definitely a shorter game. I think it was definitely drawn out in terms of the story a little bit too much.
1: I don't know. it's It's just, I mean, we've had this discussion before. It's just kind of, like, kind of the nature of the way games are now. Open world seems to be, like, the way to go. Um, but I would appreciate like a more linear, I, I I like more linear story games more than like open world stuff personally.
0: Um, I mean, if open world is done right, you can have both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If open world is done right. But like a lot of times it's just like a bunch of filler.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah. But um, they did mention some story details like in a blog post afterwards. So there is a strange red blight that's spreading across the land. And Alloy is the only one who can stop it. Did I just say Alloy? Aloy is the only one who can stop it um, before it like strangles all life, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, But she (laughs) must comb through the ruins of the ancient world to find the tech she needs to, you know, kind of stop this this blight from taking over. Uh, They did not give a release date. They did say it's going on pace and they will have more news very soon, but they did not give an actual date. It um, ain't coming out this year. <laughs> it's it's definitely coming out this year. It's just, I, I don't know what the basic, I, I don't know what they get from showing this now without a date that they wouldn't have got showing at the, their summer event with a date, you know, like what do they no. gain from showing this now? Like, are they trying to just get ahead of some of these announcements? So people are talking about, PlayStation, but then you know, there's like four other events that same day. So no, people are not yeah. just talking about PlayStation. So.
1: Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's a couple weeks until uh PlayStation's event. So maybe there's just kind well, of like we don't know when PlayStation's thing. event is. I mean, we would assume it's sometime soon, <laughs> given E3 is like right Well they're not the they're not ability. participating
0: in E three. They they are confirmed no, I know. participating in Summer Game Fest, but who knows what that means. That could just yeah, be a I mean, trailer for Ratchet.
1: That that is very true. Yeah, I, I agree. It's weird that like they show kind of like this more extensive gameplay and we don't really get even like an inkling of like kind of when it, this It game looks is.
0: very polished. So Yeah, it
1: looks good. Like yeah. So I mean right. who knows? For for our sake for the fantasy draft, obviously we're hoping this is another game of yours that does not come out.
0: It's definitely gonna come so, out. I just So I, we're I, we're
1: praying and we're hoping like
0: my gut's telling me like September, November maybe. But we'll we'll see. God of War, I don't think is coming out this year, but I think well, God horizon, of War, we
1: haven't heard anything of since they just showed that one, like five second title logo. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, we, we haven't heard anything about it since then. There's a, I there's but a, you never know.
0: Sony for- could just be playing their cards super close to their chest. And this summer they're like, all right, horizon comes out next month, the month after God of War and people would just fucking lose their shit.
1: That would be the most ridiculous, and that would totally break like your concept of like keeping secrets in this industry, <laughs> because we have heard nothing about God of War. Nothing. like Not even a leak, not even a rumor, nothing.
0: Sony's killed a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> I
1: was going to yeah. say, maybe they're just killing everyone involved. Like they, yeah, I mean, they do their portion of the game, and then they get executed, so they can't say anything.
0: There you go. That's how they did uh, the Taj Mahal. What the f- <laughs> yeah, he killed all the workers so they could never make something as beautiful again.
1: Is that really is that really what happened? That's yeah. awful. That's horrible. That's fucked up.
0: <laughs>
1: that's fucked up.
0: That that's what happened to Rick. He made a good podcast and <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chance, you have you played Horizon Zero Dawn yet? Yeah, I
2: played it. Um I got to uh after the Heart of the Mountain thing. So it's only a couple hours. I don't like remember like
0: any of that game, but I'll take that's your o- word that's for only it.
2: Like, that's only like a couple <laughs> hours. I'll take in. your word for it.
0: <laughs> Does this make you want to like keep playing Horizon kind of get that story or are you just going to be like, fuck it, I'll just jump right into Forbidden West?
2: What I might do is I may just end up watching someone's walkthrough or maybe like a Spark Notes synopsis of <laughs> what happened in the first game. Previously and then, on Horizon. <laughs> yeah, and then play the second one. And then, yes. and then it'll be like, you know, brand new
0: let, let me ask you this game, if so. they do a ps5 60 fps update for horizon would that convince you to play it like they did with it like depends God of War if they
2: waited too late like if they like wait too late and like it they're i mean i wouldn't think that would come out near when the next one comes out but
0: I, i'm hoping it comes out if they are working on it like yeah if i was doing the marketing for sony i would definitely have announced that like now Like hey, by the way, Horizon One has a 60 FPS update. Go play it, like they did with uh the old Ratchet right before the new Ratchet is coming out. Yeah, uh,
2: like I would, I'd probably be a little bit more interested in playing that. That'd be
0: really good. Yeah, but I I guess maybe just because COVID, they don't have the resources to do it or whatever. But yeah, Horizon looks good coming out this year. We'll we'll see some more info soon. And then uh the other stream that we had, uh this was actually just hours ago, uh the day of, that we're recording this, is uh, the Far Cry 6 stream. So they are calling all of their games, and by they I mean Ubisoft, are calling all of their games Ubisoft Originals, and I'm totally for it. Like, that just gives you, like, it, it's just good marketing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this game is a Ubisoft Original. Like, all the Assassin's Creed, all the Far Cries, you know, all the the new Ubisoft games um, are going to have that marketing now, and uh, I'm totally, totally down with that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about far cry 6 they kind of introduced us to yara which is the the fictional island in the caribbean that this game is going to be taking place in it was isolated and kind of frozen in time for 50 years after a violent revolution and i think their first like they're just now getting contact with the rest of the world it is being ruled by uh, Presidente Anton Costello, which we were introduced to last year at a Ubisoft Forward. Uh, he's played by uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and he's kind of...
2: You might have already known him from Mandalorian. He was the general Yeah, he's general Or uh, Gu- Gus Fring
0: in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. But yeah, d- decent actor and Far Cry is known for kind of like hyping up their villains and stuff, so... Um, I think it's a good choice. the The kind of the way they introduced him is he's got his son uh, Diego, who's he's kind of teaching how to be like a, a leader and a a, a president. Because I'm assuming that's the next logical thing. Like he'll become president after. Or yeah, it's kind of like afterwards. a afterwards. Yeah,
2: so like he inherits it because he's family. So it's kind of like not really like a election thing. It's yeah. like a dictatorship. It's like, <laughs> it's oh, like, you're my son. You're gonna be the next ruler. Like
0: definitely, like. Uh, they're taking inspiration from Cuba, even though they're calling it Yara, like a, f- a fictional uh, island and stuff. But he is hellbent on returning Yara to the his idea of like former glory. And he's doing that through like oppressing the people and just like uh, doing martial law. He's putting people in forced labor if they don't agree with him, stuff like that. So his rule has pushed the people of Yara to a breaking point, And now there is a revolt happening. So you play uh, Danny Rojas, who is the protagonist for Far Cry? You'll get to create your own Danny so you can customize gender, what you look like, uh, attire, stuff like that, which it's not a new concept for Far Cry. They did this with Far Cry 5. It's just in Far Cry 5 you were a silent protagonist. In this one, it's fully voiced, either you know female or uh, male Danny. So, that's definitely a step in the right direction because the silent protagonist for me did not really work well in far cry five. And I'm totally down for like you fleshing out the character more than me kind of just doing it in my mind, you know, as I'm playing the game. So I'm, I'm really, really digging that. It seems like, uh, the female Danny is kind of like the one that they're picking for like marketing and trailers and stuff. So that's probably the one I'd play as. Um, then they kind of talked about the, the gorilla fantasy, uh, for this game so they want to make sure you have unique weapons uh, they have a, a guy who's like the inventor or like the uh, weapon blacksmith I guess whatever you call it but uh, he he he's basically talking about how you uh, basically have to use what you have against this high tech like military equipment and stuff so uh, there's a sardine can launcher there's a, a CD launcher that plays the Macarena and like <laughs>
1: <laughs> the song skips
0: as it's. exactly <laughs> um he also talked about supremo backpacks which include a flamethrower a jetpack and then a missile launcher so you can have like a backpack that shoots like like missiles yeah like artillery support from your back (laughs) it's it's insane and just the amount of different guns and stuff they're going to have a lot more customization they talked about how this is going to be the largest arsenal of weapons in a far cry game and all of that sounds really interesting to me i can't wait to actually get my hands on it uh they even talked about customizing vehicles so you can attach like guns or missiles or like uh super turbo to your uh
2: vehicle maybe like durability and stuff so you can resist yeah. damage exactly like so a
0: lot more customization kind of like putting them to your play style. Um, and then they talked a little bit about mechanics. So you can blend in, you can either use stealth or sabotage to like avoid the, the Presidente's men, or you can kind of like bribe officials um, and kind of like sneak in that way. So there's definitely different approaches to however you want to play. Um, and then finally the pets are returning from, you know, far cry staple. Uh, so there's an alligator and then there's also chorizo, which is the, the dog in the wheelchair? Which beautiful doggo? Uh, I'm assuming has some sort of weapon or something to attack people with, because yeah. it's it's not going to fight people with its cuteness, right? Of course, kill him! Kill him with kindness. Not, not I tweeted
1: fun. about Chorizo when they first revealed him. I was very very excited. I need a I need an actual dog in my life.
0: Yeah. So and then they finally announced the date. It is October seventh, twenty twenty one, and I am really excited for this. They did like the gameplay looks really good the uh the environments that they showed there was like the urban cities and then they showed like the jungle area that is like you know super densely populated i'm sure there's going to be a lot of animals out there to kill you uh that you have to hunt and like create new like animal yeah. packs there'll be like and
2: legendary weapon like legendary yeah. animals just and... like
0: classic far cry i totally want to just explore yara and kind of get into that um yeah, it looks great and I'm really excited. I want to kind of get more of the story. It seems like it's going to have a a better story than Far Cry 5 did with this whole like you are Danny who is someone who just wants to get out of Yara, but because she's kind of I'm going to say she because that's like the marketing that they used and I've already chosen I'm going to play as a uh, female Danny. Uh they're gonna, they're putting her in like uh face to face with the brutality of the presidente that she kind of like takes over leading the gorillas and like fights a war against them and stuff so i'm i'm totally loving everything i'm seeing what about you guys
2: i mean it's it's far crack i'm i'm excited to play um and uh i mean just by watching it, it look like a far Cry game like the like the environment and stuff like that and i'm sure it'll have a fresh take and Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's Far Cry. I'm excited. And, like, you know, the fact you can do, like, you know, co op and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure they'll bring that back again. And I would would like to play with either one of you guys or both of you guys, really, if you guys.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely getting it. I don't know. To me, it looks like the best Far Cry. It looks really
2: good. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: looks really good. I'm excited for that. It looks like a very goofy game. That's what Far Cry is known for. Like, it's got that story and stuff, but it's like it knows kind of what it is and it's not going to take itself too seriously.
1: I don't know, like just like kind of briefly looking at it, it's almost like a much nicer looking like Borderlands. No, no, you're it's mentally
2: like... not there right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's not <laughs> <Like> Borderlands. <laughs> is Borderlands <laughs> like is very like, much about like,
0: getting different weapons and like getting loot. This is like This is like fuck around. Like that's this is closer to like a GTA than it is Borderlands, I yeah.
1: think. Yeah. It's just like how Borderlands is just kind of like, oh, we just got like funky ass weapon. Maybe like a first just person reckless, just
0: cuz. Like. like first person just cuz,
2: maybe with a better story though. Just cuz. But like yeah, but it's like, just it looks cussed. like it, it is going a little, just cause, I like it, to, just cause. C-U-Z. <laughs> just
0: cause. cause. <laughs> just cause. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. definitely, definitely has those vibes because it's got those different like settings and like tropical locations and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited and a lot of streams, a lot of news in this like last like three day span. So it's insane how much we Insane got. and the membrane. Uh, We didn't even touch on like the rumors that Switch uh, Pro is going to get announced like any day now, but stay tuned for that because we think it's coming. It is. Yeah.
2: It'll be here before you know it.
0: But uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns. Talk about how Zach doesn't know Borderlands from Far Cry at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. On Twitter, we are at T-U-G-P-O-D. On Instagram, we are at t-u-g underscore p-o-d on reddit we are r slash tug pod t-u-g-p-o-d obviously and on facebook we are the untitled gaming podcast uh, also check us out on our twitch channel uh, twitch.tv slash tug uh, we also ask that you subscribe and leave us reviews
1: five star reviews for us
0: one star review for every other podcast
2: Does that sound better? Does it sound different?
0: I mean, I don't hear the voice being gated anymore, so I don't know. I don't
2: know. Okay, I don't know. It may know, have just know. been like an internet thing. Like, you were just going in and out. Yeah, it could like have been better
0: be, a Get better internet. I don't know. We'll wait.
2: I mean, I can't control that right now. No, just, we'll, wait, we'll wait for you to get better internet. Go get it. No.
1: Oh, yeah. Let me, let me <laughs> just go drive to the internet.